This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. My name is Chris Dearborn. I'm an Associate Clinical Professor of Law here at Suffolk Law School. About a year ago, a local district attorney's office started an inquest into the Amy Bishop case. And Amy Bishop is the woman who was a professor at the University of Alabama who shot and killed several of her colleagues and has been charged with capital murder in Alabama. When that case first came out, People started digging around Massachusetts, and Amy Bishop was from Massachusetts, and her brother had died about 20 years ago. And that death was essentially ruled as accidental, although Amy Bishop had a gun in her hand and caused the death. And so what happened is there started to be this real concern and controversy around what had happened 20 years ago and how that impacts what's going on in Alabama. And had the Norfolk County District Attorney's Office done a thorough investigation, had the police department done a thorough investigation, and there was some real concern and a lack of transparency around that. So that became a very significant issue for people in Massachusetts, and they started looking into it. So what happened is an inquest, which is a proceeding where a prosecutor's office can try to determine in front of a judge whether a prosecution should occur. For Amy Bishop, it's more like an investigation and a hearing, but it's a closed hearing, and the proceedings from that hearing aren't publicly accessible until after either a decision to then go forward and indict the case or a decision not to indict the case. And so what happened recently that caused a lot of controversy in Massachusetts was Bishop had lawyers appointed to represent her best interest in that inquest process in Massachusetts. The Committee for Public Counsel Services, the state's public defender agency, appointed two very experienced lawyers to represent her and look out for her best interest. And they filed motions to have the inquest continue to be sealed. And there's a statute in Massachusetts that dictates when an inquest can be unsealed, but that statute really only talks about the report of the inquest, which is a report done by a district court judge. It doesn't talk about transcripts and the timing is a little bit unclear in light of more recent case law. And there's one case that interpreted this statute, ironically, the case involving Senator Ted Kennedy on Chappaquiddick. And there's really not a lot of case law interpreting what happened. So what the SJC was confronted with was how to decide what should happen with these inquest transcripts in light of the case law that suggested one thing, the Kennedy case, a statute that wasn't inclusive enough to cover the question in front of them, and then determine what should be the standard moving forward if somebody wants to have an inquest remain sealed after it is presumptively public record. And the SJC used a very common sense approach and they took the best principles from the case, a natural extension of that statute, and then put into place a good cause standard. Meaning for someone who wants to have an inquest continue to be sealed, they have to show good cause. In this case, no one's read the transcript yet because it hasn't been released. What they did in the case, the SAC gave all interested parties an extension of time to try to argue, file a motion saying there was good cause before everything became unsealed. And so no one's seen the transcript yet. And so myself, as well as anybody else, is just speculating when we think what might be in there. And speculating about why, what seems to be of interest is why someone might want to have that continue to be sealed. And there are several possibilities that might be out there and several different entities who might have a vested interest. It seems to me that arguably Bishop and her advocates might want to have it continue to be sealed because they're worried about all the adverse publicity and having that taint the process in Alabama or taint any future criminal proceedings in Massachusetts. It's also possible, arguably, that they would want the inquest to be not sealed anymore if there was information that came out during that inquest 
that might support an insanity defense in Alabama, which it looks like that's what the lawyer is going to interpose in the Alabama case. In other words, if there was a history of mental illness and episodes of significant mental illness from Amy Bishop dating back as long as 20 years ago, that could be a significant aid to rebutting an allegation by a prosecutor that the insanity defense is just malingering or made up in this case. It's always helpful when a mental health defense is being put on for there to have been a history. It's not insurmountable if there wasn't, but it sort of gets away that suspicion that a lot of people naturally have that somebody's making this up to try to get off, if you will. So that's one possibility. Now, if you look at the other interested parties in this situation, you have Bishop's family, arguably not only her family, but the family of the deceased, Seth Bishop. And if there was anything that came out during the inquest that was very private and personal, they might have standing to ask to have it continue to be sealed or to have some restrictions put on the dissemination of the information. The third entity who, in theory, could have standing at this point would be the district attorney's office. I would think that they would want this to become public for transparency reasons because the Norfolk County District Attorney's Office, the local police department that handled the investigation 20 years ago, have both taken a lot of heat in the media about there being no transparency about what happened 20 years ago and it all smacked of something sort of being done behind closed doors and the appropriate procedures didn't seem to have been followed. I think they would have an interest in having it become public, meaning the transcript and all the proceedings from the inquest. As a constituent of Norfolk County, I would want to see everything from that proceeding because right now I would have some confidence issues in the district attorney's office and some of the local police departments based on what happened 20 years ago. And I would demand that there be some accountability and at the very least some transparency about what did happen so that the public confidence in those entities can be restored. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.